Hola, and welcome to Love Hallie, the podcast. My name is Hallie Valentina. I am your host, coach, confidant, but I want you to think of me as your no bullshit best friend, because each week I'm going to serve you all the necessary realness when it comes to self-love, body image, personal development, mental, physical, spiritual, emotional health, and all that good stuff in between. So if you're ready to hear some truth, have a few aha moments, get yourself comfy, and let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Welcome back to you. Welcome back to me. I have been away for four weeks. A month. What? That has absolutely flown for me anyway. I can't believe we're at the end of September. Like, I just, I just can't even deal. It's crazy how quickly time is going. So, let's catch up. Where have I been? What have I been doing? Why haven't I put out a podcast episode? What is going on? Um, so very impromptu and unexpected little break from here. I guess I'll have to kind of rewind and give you a bit of context as to what was going on. So this last year has been a whirlwind for me and I feel like for a lot of people, but for me, it has been quite the adventure. I've had some of the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. And the last few months in particular have been really challenging. I'm in like a place of transition, evolution, growth, up-leveling, you know, all of that good stuff. But when you're in that stage, it can get tough. It can be challenging. Me, I have developed ways that I know how to get through these times. You know, I have been through it many, many, many times before. So you develop like this toolkit and this is what I do for other people. I help them develop this toolkit that they can have and they've got these strategies. So when something comes their way, they've got the ability to get through it. This time though, I needed a, I needed to add more to my toolkit. You know, I needed to actually branch out and get something else. You know, it's like if you've got all of these tools and you realize, oh shit, I actually need a screwdriver or a hammer or whatever it is. You need something else to add to that kit. That's what I needed. So I was going along just fine with my own tools. Everything was going good, quote unquote good. But evidently I needed something more. So it all just kind of came about where I needed to go away. It was all very last minute, very unexpected, super disorganized. I can't even believe I pulled it off, but I ended up going away to Byron Bay. And that was the first two Sundays of this four week break. I, when I was going I made the, I wanted to have this, how do I say? Like I had the intention of going and being on my phone less. Now, I'm not someone that demonizes, you know, using your phone or demonizes social media, all of that stuff. 
I don't think there's anything inherently good or bad about social media. It's about how you use it, what it means to you, and that's what, I guess, shapes your perception of it. I don't think there's any real, you know, like when people are so, have these such strong feelings about it, like, oh, it's so bad and it's so this. It just is what it is. It's how you use it for me. But for me, I wanted to go and just be a little bit more intentional, a bit more conscious about my screen time in general, not just social media, but screen time in general. Because I think we all think, oh, we're just on social media. We're just on Instagram. No, you're scrolling some shit. You're on Google. You're on YouTube. You're listening to 37 podcasts. You've got an audiobook going on. You're on ASOS shopping, window shopping, adding to your cart, returning it, all of that shit. So I just wanted to be very mindful of my screen time as a whole. So I got there first day and I, you know, settled in whatnot. And the next day, so day one, I also went to do some Pilates teacher training. I love Pilates. I'm obsessed. I figured let me just step it up a notch and get my um, certification in teaching, which is a little bit of fun. And I got there. So day one, we are in our Pilates training and I had my phone away and we, it was hardcore. It's full on. So you don't even have time to go on your phone. And because I was with people, I thought I don't need to be on my phone. Why am I going to grab it? I, you know, I would check it to see if anyone had called or messaged whatnot, but other than that, no socials. At the end of that day, at the end of day one, I realized I'm going to not go on socials like I'm just not going to go on it I turned my notifications off I think I turned my notifications off like the night before but I didn't delete the app I didn't deactivate anything because I wanted to have it there and actually have the ability to control myself and not go on it that's the that's the difference you know it's all well and good to say I don't I'm not going to do something if it's not within reach or if it's not in your sight that's one thing. But then to be able to actually do it while it's next to you or while it's accessible, that's what that takes the real discipline and that's where things actually shift. So I kept everything on my phone, obviously didn't delete anything and decided to just not go on it. And I was like, I'm going to do this for the week. Time went on. As the days went on, I could not believe how good I felt throughout that, throughout the days, I was just so present. I wasn't just feeling like I had to be doing something or be productive in some way or to, you know, um, you know, I just didn't have this busyness happening in my head. I was just being. And don't get me wrong, I felt some type of way because I thought oh my gosh I need to put out my podcast at the very least I want to make sure I've got those episodes out blah 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 but honestly it just wasn't happening I tried but it just didn't work and I had to just let it go and listen to that voice inside of me that was saying girl take the break you'll be all right everything's going to be fine everything will be there when you're ready to come back don't stress. So that's what I did. I decided to take a full break from all social media. So 
no Instagram, no Facebook, no Snapchat. And then that further extended to no YouTube, no podcasts, recording or listening, no audiobooks, you know, all of that stuff, which obviously was easier because I wasn't just glued to my phone. Sometimes I've got a podcast going on and I'm on Instagram at the same time. And it's just like, oh, it's just so much. Um, and it was so, uh, I can't even explain how good it was and how lovely it was. Obviously it helps that I was on holiday. I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, just life was so easy. It helps that I was on holiday. I was in the most beautiful location and I was surrounded by gorgeous women and it just really taught me so much about my usage and about what I'm actually doing on socials. You know, I am definitely trying to build a brand. I'm trying to build this platform to be able to help others and to share, but am I doing it with you know, am I doing it productively? Am I doing it effectively? Am I doing it intentionally? What am I actually doing? So being away from it really taught me the importance of, you know, planning, the importance of having a structure around it and not just aimlessly and mindlessly scrolling or even just aimlessly, mindlessly looking at your photos to post or trying to get something in order to get up the next day. It just really put into perspective how much time I spend on my phone. Disgusting. I'll just say that. Just I'll just start with that. Gross. Um, and also how important it is to structure your time around it because we lose so much time being on socials or just being on your phone, screen time in general. And we often you know, make that excuse of, oh, but I'm doing research or, but I'm listening to a book or I'm being productive or whatever. That's fine. Again, I'm not demonizing anything, but when you really strip it back and think about how much time you're spending on your phone, you realize how much of it is actual fluff and, you know, not a lot of it is really productive or effective use of your time. But because we have this idea that we're actually being productive or we're actually doing you know work or we're researching whatever the shit is that you're telling yourself we end up doing that daily and it becomes part of our daily routine so we don't actually realize how much time is going into this how much of our attention and energy is going into our phones or our screens you know laptops included or whatever else there is it's it just becomes unconscious and we just go along with the daily motions and we don't realize how much time and energy it's actually taking and also what impact it's having on our lives. What is it actually doing to us? What is it doing to our thought process? What is it doing to our relationships? What is it doing to our jobs, our work, whatever it is? We don't realize it because it becomes a daily thing and we don't think about it just like we don't think about driving. We don't think about, you know, getting dressed. It just happens. You know, we don't think, okay, I need to unlock the door and put the you know, key in the ignition and then I have to turn it and I have to 
press the brake. And, you know, you don't think about these things. It just happens. So once you start repeating something constantly, it just gets embedded into your subconscious and it just, you know, becomes a habit. It becomes part of your routine. And that's where a lot of us are when it comes to our devices. We don't really have any awareness or consciousness around it where you don't have any boundaries or structure. We just go on it and however long we stay on it, cool. And then we jump off it. We don't think about what exactly we're doing on there, nor do we think about the impact it's having on us on a subconscious level because we don't even realize how much we are taking in, how much shit we are absorbing while we're on our you know, Instagram and Facebook black holes, especially Instagram. Look, let's keep it real Facebook. Yeah, cool. But Instagram especially is a place where we can so easily lose track of time, lose ourselves, lose our damn minds amongst the millions of profiles, posts, IGTVs, everything. There is just so much there. And it's all in one little click. You just start with that and then you're off for a ride, which is why structure and intention are so important, especially when it comes to Instagram or not even intention, just some kind of boundary. Look, I'm not saying that every time you go on Instagram, you have to be like, okay, this is my intention. This is my purpose. No, boo, we're humans. There's going to be times that we're going to jump on be aimless, be mindless, and that's cool. But at the very least, give yourself a time limit so you don't just end up in that quicksand and next thing you know, you spent two hours on there and you have a Instagram hangover. Give yourself a limit of time to aimlessly scroll. If it's outside of something that is you know, more intentional. If you're looking something up, then cool. But if you're just going on it for the sake of going on it, maybe give yourself a time limit. So it gives you that ability to um, have some kind of boundary and know that you're not just going to lose yourself in it. Also, just as important as putting on boundaries and time limits to you scrolling and, you know, going on other people's pages, it is just as important to put on time limits and boundaries and structure around you contributing to Instagram. For example, how many times has this happened? You've taken a photo, maybe two, maybe 39, and you've finally chosen the one that you want to upload. You're like, mm, I'll look good. The background's good. The lighting's good. And if the lighting ain't good, I'm going to edit it a little bit. I'm going to crop it. I'm going to center it. I'm going to make it all kinds of fine. And then you chuck it on the gram, you're ready to go, and now it's time for a caption. So you're sitting there for 40 minutes, you've looked at the photo 628 times, you've zoomed in, you've zoomed out, you've thought about song lyrics, you've thought about what kind of photo it is, the setting, the event, everything. By the end of it, you've looked at the photo so much and you've thought about the caption for so long that you don't even end up posting it because you're like, this is trash. This photo's trash. The caption I'm thinking about is trash. I ain't gonna even post it. So you don't even post it that day. Yo, if you are not smiling or nodding or both, thinking about this, I know you're lying because I know this has happened to you. Okay? I know that every single one of you have done this. I've done it before. I've done it multiple times. And I know that a lot of y'all, if not all of you, have done this before. That is such a 
fucking waste of time. It's a little bit mad. We take our captions so seriously. Like, bruh, write whatever. I write a whole novel because I've got some shit to say. You know, I've got like a message to get out there. Or I'm just talking shit. Or it's a song lyric. Let's just, you know, kick it old school. Bit of a song lyric, bit of a emoji, whatever. Who cares? Also, you can edit your captions. Do people know that? And if you're the type of person that's like, oh, I don't like editing once I've already posted. Why? Who cares? Honestly, once someone's liked that photo, they don't look at it again. I'm just keeping it real. <laughs> like, seriously. Or they don't read your caption multiple times. They'll just look at the photo. And really, it's your page. If you want to delete, edit, whatever, cool. I do whatever the hell I want. I will delete, I'll edit, I'll repost, I'll do whatever I got to do. If you don't like it, don't look. But we have to be a little bit more conscious about how much time we're actually spending when it comes to actually posting on the gram. Have your shit ready to go, you know, take the time on the photo, cool, but with the captions, maybe, you know, in the notes section of your phone, have a few captions ready to go or just, or give yourself again a limit. I'm giving myself five minutes to think of a caption and then I'm doing it. I don't know, do something boo, but we spend way too much time on that more often than not and just it ain't right. Now, this isn't me hating on Instagram or, you know, social media or our phones or whatever it is. It's absolutely not that. It's just me bringing to your attention how much time we spend on our devices and on social media. And like I said, bringing it back to what I said earlier, when you're going through a time of growth and a time of evolution, you really don't realize how distracted you are and how much you're actually delaying your growth and how much you're actually delaying leveling up because you're so consumed by other people's lives. And sometimes it's a coping mechanism. That's all right, because sometimes it's, it is hard to face the shit that you're going through. It's hard to face the changes and the challenges. And that's okay. But you can only do that for so long. Don't you know, just deflect by going on socials and living through other people's lives, essentially. You know, you don't realize how distracted you are from everything, like until you stop, until you have that detox or that, you know, disconnect, you realize how much of a distraction it is. It's a distraction from everything, from life, from your kids, from your parents, from your husband, wife, girlfriend, friends, whatever it is. It's just such a distraction that is unnecessary. And it's also just taking you away from being present. And sometimes, like myself, what I needed, I needed to give myself that attention. I needed to go inwards and I don't think I would have been able to really embrace and connect with myself had I not just quieted the noise and just completely cut myself off from social media. I honestly believe that. And I believe that there are so many of you that are kind of in this stage as well, maybe not in such a huge transitional stage, but there's something there. Maybe it's you not being happy with your job. Maybe it's you you know, deciding what you want to do with your life. Maybe it's you considering a move or considering um, the next level of your relationship. Whatever it is, there's something in you that requires the attention, but because you are just 
numbing yourself by living on the gram and living on social media, you're not giving it the intention it needs. You're not giving it the energy it needs in order to grow and either resolve itself, you know, if it's like a crisis or giving it the ability to grow and flourish. And, you know, sometimes these things that need to be addressed, you know, a lot of the time, they're not pretty. They're not going to be this comfortable, happy, beautiful experience. They're going to be confronting, emotional, healing, growing, challenging. It's not going to be easy. And that's a lot of the reason why we distract ourselves with our phones, because it's just, you know, sweeping it under the rug. It just makes it easier. But what people don't realize is that you're making it so much harder for yourself by consuming everyone else's lives, everyone else's content, just distracting yourself because you are resisting what's inside of you. And then you interpret that as you not actually being able to make a decision to figure out what you want. You then say, I can't, I can't do it. I've tried, I can't. You are not actually allowing yourself the space you are suppressing everything and then on top of that suppression you're distracting yourself so you've suffocated this dream or this thought or this idea and it has layers of shit to get through in order to you know emerge into your consciousness allow yourself the space allow yourself the time is it easy no but it's simple it's just not easy You need to understand that by digitally disconnecting yourself, you really give yourself the space to reconnect spiritually, mentally, emotionally. You give yourself the space for your intuition, your intuitive voice to come and speak to you. You are silencing that voice right now and some of you don't even know what that voice sounds like. So then you misinterpret the intuition for, for fear uh, or vice versa and you don't even know what's going on you're making decisions based off this fight or flight mode that's why disconnecting is so so beneficial and it doesn't have to be dramatic 10 days like I did whatever however long you need that's how long I needed I didn't have any expectations around how long I was going to do it for I just went with it day by day and thankfully I'm in a position where I know what my intuition sounds like. I've developed the ability to differentiate between my fear and intuition so I know when it's talking to me and for me it was telling me to keep going therefore I needed the 10 days in order to reconnect and that worked for me. For you it could be one day, for you it could be five days, for you it could be three months, who knows But if you're in a position where you don't even know what your intuition sounds like or you don't know how to differentiate between fear and intuition, start with that. Start with getting to know your intuitive voice. Develop that relationship with your intuition and start to get familiar with what it feels like to be making a fear-based choice or to be making a choice that is probably scary and uncomfortable, but is ultimately for your highest good. 
learn that, make that an intention daily. And the best way to learn that would be through meditation. Five, ten minutes every morning, it will change your life. I promise you. Get the Headspace app if you've never meditated before. And if you're like, I can't sit still for that long, just get the Headspace app and then get a journal. Just make that your intention. Just set something for the day so throughout the day you're aware of it. You've put it into your awareness and you can say, okay, I'm going to check in with myself. Is this something that I'm doing out of fear or is this something that is being interpreted as something fearful because it's the unknown and it's something that will allow me to grow and it might feel uncomfortable, but ultimately it's for my highest good. You know, those are the kind of questions that you'll start asking yourself and will allow you to get familiar with your intuitive voice. But I mean, if you want to go the whole nine and get on that digital disconnect, do it. Honestly, if you go in with the intention of reconnecting with yourself and actually set an intention, whether it be right now you're needing to make a huge decision or you need some kind of guidance in your life or you are just feeling lost, whatever it is, make set an intention, write it down in a journal and really make that the center of what this disconnect is about. Because trust me, once you actually have a specific thing that you want to essentially accomplish, your spirit, your subconscious, everything will draw towards that. And you will learn so much in the time that you're away from socials. Trust and believe. If you are in this space right now, if you're in that season of life where things are just a little bit, you know, whatever it is, whether you're going through some kind of storm, just do do the disconnect. Honestly, do it. It will change your life. Honestly, it will make things so clear for you. It will really allow you to just take that break from all the noise and really just reconnect to what's important to you. And perhaps this thing that you're freaking out about or that you're so worried about isn't even that important. But because again, of all of society, you are making it a bigger deal than it is. So who knows? Give yourself the option. What's the worst that can happen? Honestly, it's something that you can really only benefit from if we're keeping it real, if we're keeping it all the way real, which, you know, we always do on the podcast. So I'm going to wrap this up with my tips, my takeaways, I suppose. If, like I said, you've never done a digital disconnect and you want to, please do it. I would highly recommend it. Or if you are feeling like, oh, I don't know if I could go straight into it. I'm feeling a bit, uh, whatever. Then I've got some tips to ease you into it. First, check how much time you're spending on your phone. I used to have an app that would tell me. Now it's on the iPhone, you know, it's screen time, whatever it is. Yo, that shit will smack you in your face because <laughs> you'll be like, I spend that much time on my phone. And yes, granted, we do a lot of stuff on our phone, but on this screen time thing, you can actually see how much time you spent on each app. So there's no excuses, really. You can see what you're doing and how long you're spending everywhere. So start with that. Even if you don't want to do a disconnect, just do it. Just see how much um, time you're spending on your phone. 
and bring it to your awareness. You never know, honestly. Maybe you are really struggling for time and you're just wondering, where is my time going? Check your phone, boo. I bet you're spending a lot of time there that you could get back and put somewhere else. Um, yeah, so that's that. Check your screen time. Whether you do or don't want to do a disconnect, start there. Secondly, I would say turn off your notifications. Oh boy, it makes a big difference because, you know, when we get that ding, it is a, you know, hit of serotonin. It gives you that dopamine hit. It gives you all the warm and fuzzies. It's actually designed for that purpose. It's just like going and uh, gambling. It's the same method that they use. How crazy is that? So yeah, turn off your notifications and then place a time limit or times per day that you're going to go on your socials. Let's say you say, I'm going to go on for one hour for the day, but that could be an hour in total in just one sitting. Or you could say, I'm going to check it three times a day, 20 minutes each time. So either give yourself a total day limit or a time, you know, how many times you're going to check it. What else can I think of? Um, immerse yourself in something else that you want to do. So get a good book. Do something, you know, I don't know, or start an activity, uh, something. Just get out there. Go start a dance class. Go you know, commit yourself to a Pilates class. Hey, Pilates, um, do something, go to the gym, go for a walk, catch up with girlfriends, whatever it is that you got to do, just immerse yourself in something else. You know, when we remove something from our lives, the biggest problem is we don't actually replace it with anything. So then we end up going back to that. That's why a lot of people um, struggle with cutting bad habits because they just cut off the habit, but they don't actually replace it with something good, which therefore ends up driving them back to that habit to begin with so anyway we're a bit on a tangent but yeah so immerse yourself in something else something that you've wanted to do maybe you want to learn a new language maybe you want to write a book I don't know whatever do something do something fun that you've been wanting to do for a while so switch it up in the time that you're not on socials have something else that you're doing which makes you happy and finally I would say, actually, no, not finally. I would say, you know, when you've checked your screen time and all of that jazz, set yourself a goal of how long you want to be on your phone realistically daily. Like, let's say you do a full disconnect and then you come back and you're like, all right, I love that. That was great. But I still want to go on social media. We all do. Don't get it twisted. I'm on Instagram, obviously. I love Hallie. Follow me if you haven't. Hello. Um, yeah, so you come back and you think, I still want to go on Instagram. I still want to go on my socials, but I want to be at two hours a day versus my original five hours, whatever it is. Give yourself a goal and work towards that. Or if you are good at just having that discipline, that's it. You've got your, you've got your um, serving for the day. You know what you're going to be doing. You know, it's two hours a day and you can structure it accordingly. Okay, now finally, I would say, this and this is actually going to um, be more on my next episode. I would say catch up with friends, catch up with a lot of friends, connect with people in person. Trust me, this is 
huge and I'm going to like I said I'm going to do a whole nother episode on this because it's so important it is one of the biggest things that I've learned during this disconnect it was just such a powerful and beautiful reminder of the importance of human connection and seeing people in real life and having conversations like I said I'm going to get into that on my next episode but yeah catch up with your friends have like a weekly dinner date do something go with your family when was the last time you had dinner with your cousins or your parents or whatever it is just spend time with humans trust me it will make the world of a difference I just realized the the whole time I've just been talking about the first two weeks of my four-week hiatus um yeah so the first two weeks I was in Byron Life was great. Everything's amazing. Came home and, you know, reality kicks in. The madness starts. It's been great. Don't get me wrong. I've had so many fun events that I've been going to. I've been meeting beautiful people. But yeah, so that's where I've been, really. That's the catch up. Um, So I'm really excited to be back. I am just learning so much. And I really, really, really believe that this disconnect gave me such a different perspective on things and it just really opened my eyes to so many other things that I want to be doing and yeah I'm excited guys are you excited to have me back let me know send me a dm on instagram at love hallie do you miss me saying that because I miss saying it send me a message please love me show me love tell me that you're still listening and that you still care (laughs) I am gonna wrap it up there I cannot wait to see what you guys think about this episode make sure you're interacting with me screenshot this put it on your stories tag me at love hallie I am always reposting because I love it it means the absolute world to me So, yeah, I will actually wrap it up here. Just miss you guys so much. I want to keep talking. Anyway, let's just wrap it up there. I will see you on the next one. I hope you guys have a gorgeous, gorgeous day, a beautiful week full of love and blessings and all that good stuff in between. And remember, when you intentionally disconnect from what's outside of you, you give yourself the space to connect with what's inside.